It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo, Yo, Moo Cavrich. Bringing the bull. What's up, man? What's going on? Living that dream. Are you, though? Are Absolutely. You? <laughs> we got some weird shit to talk about tonight. I'm excited. It'll be great. I doubt it. Let's, uh... Let's dive into it. Well, it'll be fun. What? Whether it's good or not is its own question. Right. Yeah. Good qualification, Cal. Uh, so, in honor of you, gentlemen, I just lit up an Opus X. Nice. Now, Which I one? don't know how old this is. Uh, it is the Toro size. I'm not sure what that's called. Just a regular Opus, you know. Um, I have no idea how old it is, though. I know it's at least two years old. Maybe even It's three. respectable. So we'll see how it goes. It's not quite prime opus age, but pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Good shit. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I'm actually interested in talking about is, Mo, apparently you're a, a, some kind of a Disney princess and you smoke with animals in nature. You better fucking believe it, Kyle. <laughs> To borrow a phrase from Drew, the Drew. Um, oh, that's good. I think we're gonna start referring to you as the Drew. The Drew. The Drew. <laughs> he got the Drew. <laughs> she got the Drew. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> dude. So I'm sitting outside, and I'm at my parents' house. I'm in the driveway, and it's nighttime. And I'm just smoking whatever, man. I, and their neighbors always have, like, birds in them, like, at night, like, in the trees and shit. So, you know, I just thought I heard rustling around, and I just thought it was the birds. Dude, next thing I see is a socially distanced fucking coyote running past me as I'm sitting there smoking. And when I say socially distanced, it's because it was about six feet away from me. I just froze, man. I was like, what the fuck was that? Pretty wild. Did he take off or what then? Oh, yeah. just I don't even think it saw me, to be honest with you. Hmm. Just walking through? No, it was running. I mean, so it was literally ran right by me and just kept going. There you go. There does, you that often, does that often happen to you? No. I mean, well, there are coyotes in this area. That's not atypical. Them running through your yard is not super normal, but not, not rare either, if that makes sense. Yeah, it'll happen uh, from time to time. Um but I've never had it happen where it was like six feet away from me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
That could have been really bad. That could have really gone the other way. Coyote's mm-hmm. not going to attack you. No, they're scared of you. Yeah. Too, well, too little. Uh, Maybe not I, you, but... People. I get it. Uh, fuck you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> guy takes one karate class, and all of a sudden he's Bruce Lee. What else we got, Kyle? Oh, I'm far enough away, too. It's all safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have bunnies in my yard smoking with me all the time, though. That's as close as I get to something like that. Like the animal or like the playmates? I mean, you you pick. I'm Both. not going to specify. Take your guess. Yeah. Uh, the animal. Uh, yeah, lots of them. Uh, <laughs> but they like they like live under the deck and under the shed, and they breed. Oh, yeah. and there's just a shit ton of them, so they're always out here while I'm smoking. You got to call Drew over because he could probably beat the shit out of about ten or fifteen of them at a time. That's true. Can you catch one though? They're fast. Squirrel? No, a bunny. A bunny. I don't know if you could catch one with your bare hands. Maybe a net. If they attacked me, I could take a couple out, though, before I got over. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Before yeah, I got they a, don't do that. Before I got overran by, by the other herd of them. All right, fair enough. Um, we have a number of topics. We're going to bounce around a little bit. Do Ooh. it. Uh, very random question from NC six seven eight nine. He says, "How tall are you guys?" I'm like five ten. That's a lie. Mo's like six five. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when I sit on Drew's wallet. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> is, it, is it his wallet you sit he, on? It caves in, and you're shorter. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It fucking brings the couch down. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <sighs> Drupus, you're about what, six foot? Yeah. Cow, you're about my height, five ten. About five eight. Are you? Yeah. All right. So yeah. yeah. When I was little, you'll enjoy this. I was always the tiniest kid. Um grew real real slow and there were doctors that were telling me i'd never be more than about four feet tall get out of here what yeah, they were wrong yeah Obviously. were they talking about your genitals or you yeah well they're four feet <laughs> in each direction no, it's, <laughs> it's like like a cube <laughs> uh, all right speaking of people with huge genitals that gets us into a really interesting topic tonight mm. So this started on, on Instagram. I'm not going to go into where because I think it's funnier if we don't give context. Okay. All right. So the question. Uh, so we all know Ted, right? Our buddy mm-hmm. Ted uh, did a lot of cigar noise stuff. He's on Instagram. Ted, uh, Ted runs again. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a good dude. Uh, mm-hmm. Good cigar guy. Good friend. Awesome man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question is, is, do you think he's a good lover? Now, why would somebody ask that? Yeah. You, like you actually ha- want the background? Well, I mean, what happened to necessitate somebody asking that? Unless it's a female asking and her interested in him. Mm-hmm. I don't... All right. <laughs> You'll find the damn thing. You're going to make me look for the post that brought this up. No, no, no. You don't got to do all that. All right. So there was a, uh, a post from Room 101 Cigars. It was mm-hmm. a repost of one of Ted's posts. Gotcha. Uh, and... 
uh, it talks about some people have better taste than others. Their palates right. are sophisticated, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. People that are cut from this cut of this cloth make better lovers. Why? Oh. Attention to detail. That's why. So, right, right. is Ted a good lover? Mm. No. <laughs> wow. If the, if the barometer are his cigar choices then yes, he's a fantastic lover. Because he has that. a good palate. I'd agree with that. Smokes a lot of really good stuff. I'm going I assume he takes his time. Probably. I'm I'm going no based off of you had to ask. Mm. Is that how it works? If you gotta ask, you're probably not good. I don't think he asked Rufus. No, he didn't. Cal had to ask for him. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Cal has firsthand experience. Do you, Cal? Uh, no, I've never even met him like in person. You haven't? No. That's wild. I know. Have you met Don? No. Hmm. All right. So we have a, a yes, or two two yeses and a no. Sounds like oh. we're going with yes. I don't know him either. Way? So. I I can't judge. I mean, I will, but I he's can't. A poli- he, he's a police. He's 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 in law enforcement, isn't he? Yeah. So he may be a little rigid. <laughs> but other than no, that, depends if you're into handcuffs, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Could be a little freaky. Yeah. Yeah, it can go either way with that, actually. Yep. All right. Uh, uh, we have a related question. Okay. Uh, our buddy Sean, Big Boy Running 22, wants to know: Would you rather cuddle Ted or be cuddled by Ted? So, would you be Big Spoon or Little Spoon? Uh, I'm not really sure how to answer that. Well, there's only two answers. Yeah, no, I don't really know if I want to answer that. Why don't you start us off, Cal? I'm going, going Little Spoon, dude. Really? Yeah, why not? Gotta answer something. Neither one's any good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's like no work. You just have to hang out there. I think I think you gotta go Big Spoon. <laughs> any particular reason? I'm just throwing the opposite make, point make, in there. Make shit awkward. <laughs> At least you're the one making it awkward. Are you like stroking and stuff? I'd rather I'd rather be the uh, the pitcher than the catcher. Well, that's not that didn't enter into it. Oh, well, the, you know what you know what uh, spooning leads to. Forking. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here, I think Drew's on. Drew's on to something here. If there is going to be an awkward situation, I would much rather be the person making it awkward than somebody making it awkward. Yeah, you got to be in control. If, <laughs> if, if at all possible. It's going to be awkward yeah. either way, but at least you're the one at the helm. Mm-hmm. A really good point. Fair enough. Fair how enough. You, how <laughs> you like to kind of be cuddled? He d- I don't know, man. Every now and then. <laughs> he just he, need. he just wants to be able to be like, I didn't do anything. 
Wasn't me. <laughs> I was sleeping. Yeah. Pl- plausible deniability. Plausible deniability. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I have no idea what happened. Right. <laughs> I was just sleeping. Right. Nothing <laughs> happened. It didn't happen. You made it up, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there we are. All right. So then that leads us into uh, uh, another related question. All right. If you're thinking about cigar brands, which mm-hmm. cigar brands customers are probably the best in bed and which are probably the worst in bed? Based off nothing except the stereotypes you have of those cigars and cigar smokers. <laughs> hmm. What was the question? <laughs> so, there was which cigar brands oh. probably have the best lovers and which are probably the worst? If this is going back to the previous question, it's going to be the higher end uh, stuff. It's going to be. They're going to be worse. You think they're going to be worse? Oh yeah, because they have to compensate. Oh, I didn't think. Of, but but isn't it more refined? Yeah, but the Room One One is a moderately priced brand. They're not super expensive. Like if you're going cheap, for like if you're going for some of the high highest end stuff, you're not looking always at sophisticated. You're just looking at expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. True. That's probably the kind of person that watches porn and is like, "All right, I should just jackhammer like that all the time." That's you're, not how you do it. Yeah, but cow, you do what you want to do. Educate us. <laughs> Sex education with cow. Yeah. It'll be a short lesson. (laughs) 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 If you're this age and you don't know, my friends, you're fucked. Or not. Yeah, that's really the problem. Why the fuck are we talking about this shit? What is wrong with the people listening to this podcast? They well, listen. Came up from they the listen to our podcast. That's what's wrong. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually, it's a reflection of us. Uh, it is. You don't think that's a funny question, though? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Hilarious, actually. It's fucking great. All right, so I'm gonna name some brands. You tell me, good, right. bad, or impressions. Let's let's go that way. I'm only saying shit. You're in trouble for this. Go ahead. Well, it's it's all fucking made up, right? Nobody has an actual clue. I don't know. People are sensitive these days. I guess. Uh. All right, uh, Fuente. Good. Mm-hmm. No. I think you get the whole range. Yeah. Because Fuente makes the whole range. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about Dapper? Mm, that's a that's an odd one. That one's tough. Probably not. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I don't know. As much as I love Ian. And I love the cigars. Um, I don't know. Actually, actually, I, my answer would actually be no for, for all of them. Every cigar brand. Yeah, I just can't. I, I just, I, I. This is a great question. I just don't know how to like. I don't really know how to approach it. 
Like, uh, see, I don't look at a cigar brand and say, yep, the guys who sm- the guy that smokes that fucks. <laughs> like, no doubt about it, that guy fucks. Now, it's not even if they do, it's if they'd be any good at it. No, well, no, Cal, that when you use the terminology in that sense, it means that they're good at something. But look, at, here's what I would say. This would be my all-encompassing answer. When somebody that you would not expect to be smoking something is smoking something, you're like, that's a bad motherfucker. So, for example, if some, like, dude that you would think would be smoking, like, a Monty White is sitting there smoking a Dapper La Madrina, you're going to be like, that's a bad motherfucker. That guy must fuck. Right? So I need the Macanudo game. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, if there's, if there's some sort of swag to it, if there's some sort of like, but if like you have like a dude that just smokes boutique cigars because he wants to be cool to smoke boutique cigars, it doesn't matter what boutique brand he smokes. He's still not fucking cool. Oh, you're right. It's about being comfortable in your own skin. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So it's less about what they smoke and more about how they approach the experience. Absolutely. All right. So if a dude takes the band off, is that a good sign or a bad sign? Depends on their motivation. Mm. Fair enough. I mean, I don't know. Who takes the band off? I don't think so. What's, uh, What's a good reason to take the band off? It's expensive, and you don't want to show out. Yep. And I know guys who do that. The bad reason would be it's cheap, and you want to pretend it's expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but shouldn't you, I mean, maybe you splurged for that. Maybe you don't smoke Opus every day, and you finally got one, and you're like, ah, I'm fucking proud of this. You know, nothing wrong with that. I'm having a, oh, I mean, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm getting married right. or something, and you're like, fucking Opus, yeah. I spent 30 bucks on this. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's part of the experience sometimes. Yeah, bro. I mean, I think you would be delusional and not being realistic that when you hold certain cigars and the, in, the, in the way the band, when you look down at the band and the way you feel about how that what that band says about you, I think there's a lot of truth to that. There just is. Human beings, regardless of whatever, do want to feel a certain way when they consume something, right? Like, that's why, like, if you guys remember, like, when I first kicked off Patina, I always... That the, the biggest thing is you want it to be socially acceptable to be seen smoking patina. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like you want to be able to smoke that brand and people be like, huh, all right. Right? Whether you admit it, whether you recognize it, whether you want to like acknowledge it, doesn't matter. It's true for everybody. Buddy. Unless, again, you don't you smoke to smoke. But if you're a cigar smoker, you carefully select the cigars you smoke. 
whether you recognize it or not, you are picking stuff that you think say something about you. Right? Yeah. Like, if I were to go to a cigar shop today, or any of you guys were to go to a cigar shop today, people respect your palates, they respect your opinions, and then you go in and you just start smoking fucking, you know, whatever, some bundle cigar that's two bucks a stick. Again, there's nothing wrong with that. But you know you wouldn't do that. Probably not. Although it would be fun to fuck with people sometimes. Oh, sure. Right, if people are like, oh, your palate's so great, and you're like, uh, give me that mm-hmm. bundle stick, that thing's great. Yeah. Nobody would believe you, but yeah. I bet they <laughs> would. You could sell that. <laughs> well, they obviously do. They'll sell more than anything. But for somebody who is a cigar smoker, like somebody that really enjoys cigars and enjoys the experience, whether they want to acknowledge it or not, when they smoke this cigar, they want that band to mean something. And it, and it does say something about you, whether you want to acknowledge it or not. Not saying I agree with it. Yep. And, and everything is relative, right? Like, I could be smoking a Davidoff in one circle, and they could be like, yep, he's a badass. Or you could be smoking a Davidoff in another circle, and they could be like, look at this fucking pompous prick. Mm-hmm. Everything is relative, man. Yeah. You know? So. Some cheap-ass not Oro Blanco. What are you wasting your time on? <laughs> yeah, right. Now, the key is to be that brand that no matter what circle you're in, people respect it. And like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. Right? Not a lot that, of those. No, there is Padrone, Padrone Anniversary Series. Padrone absolutely is one. For whatever reason they don't have the snob appeal of a Davidoff. And that probably has to do with the whole lifestyle thing. They don't try to cultivate like some, you know, whatever. Well, they cultivate the opposite, right? They have the, the, the hammer right. story about how right. they started with nothing and built something mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the whole American dream thing, right? Mm-hmm. Which people of all economic backgrounds and whatnot can get into that. Mm-hmm. I would even say Opus. I think Opus is universal. I don't think Probably people so. look at you and think that you're a pompous prick if you smoke Opus. I think, like, damn, dude, no cigars. Fair enough. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, am I, am I outlandish here? I think that's about right. Once you get into Cubans, it turns into easy douche territory. <laughs> Which is very <laughs> unfair, <laughs> by the way. Sure, I'm just yeah. saying that's the, way, that's the way it's perceived. Yeah. But that's because a lot of people try to be cool because they have the Cubans. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, bro, like, it doesn't, most of the time, it says the opposite of what you think it says. <laughs> well, and it's funny because I'd actually be curious, you know, we have some listeners in other countries. I'd be curious mm-hmm. what, what, how it works in their countries because I can't imagine the Cuban appeal is, is the same, right? No. They have the Cubans. They they probably enjoy the Cubans, but it's not like, aha, look at me smoking this Cuban cigar. It's just that's just a cigar. Yeah, that's right. And their first question is probably, does it draw? <laughs> Could be. All right, we we got pretty far away from the the lovers thing. 
Um, Good. I'm going to challenge the Hot Ticket podcast to do that the right way. Yeah, they would. They would absolutely do a great job with that topic. They would. They would kill that in a way that we will not. And not because we can't. More so because <laughs> we won't. <laughs> yeah. Drewfus, you're way too quiet in this. Um. Yeah. He's just hoping <laughs> we get done with this topic and move on. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. The rest aren't any better, Drew. I know. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, another NC6789 question. If someone wanted you to taste a cigar they were smoking, would you do it? No. There is a follow-up. Like, no, nobody? There's not a single person you would smoke the cigar? M- maybe my, like, my wife, sure. Yeah. Same, same answer. It, it, not it, your wife, it, my it, wife. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Thanks for, Thanks for clarifying. clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> if Mo was like, man, you need to try this cigar. If I turn to look, he better be handing me one that he's not smoking. No, see, I wouldn't do that to you. If you did, like, if we were, if we were down in Nicaragua and we were trying stuff, I would, I would share. Uh, Is that what they do down that's there? That's different. It, that's yeah, different absolutely. if you're, if you're blending, that's different. Yeah, absolutely. But if we're hanging out at the cigar shop and you're like, dude, you got to try this. When I look over, you better have one that's not lit for me. (laughs) Yes. As a friend, I would. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, of course. But I'm just saying it's not as outlandish that in the sense of consuming cigars in a cigar shop, it is extremely outlandish. Like, don't ever fucking ask me to share a cigar with me. This is not like a fucking hookah or a blunt or whatever. But in the sense of work, it is perfectly normal. Yeah, that's that's different, I think. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sure. And now they have these things that, like, you could put over the cigar, you know, like over the, the mouth of the cigar or whatever, that, um, I don't want to call it a filter, and I don't know the exact name of it, but you just put it over the cigar and it, you know, you could, that's how they share a cigar. So everybody will have like their own fucking thing. And then you could just pass the cigar and they could put it over the cigar. Huh. But like a, like a cigar condom. Kind of, you know, like when you get a hookah hose at a hookah place yeah, yeah, and they yeah. put, yeah, it's similar to that same concept. Gotcha. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I look at that question in two different ways. That's legit. Yeah. Then the second part of the question, uh, which I think we already answered now, is uh, what if that person who offered you the taste of their cigar was Yogi? Yogi, you're a great guy. But... Fucking poor Yogi. NC trying to bring him into this shit. The answer is no. <laughs> and, and then I get up and I go set somewhere else. <laughs> Let me get rid uh, of that opus, bro. <laughs> it's better if they call it a hit, too. Yeah. I've actually had that happen to me, so. so they wanted a hit win. of your cigar? Yeah. Oh, no. They think it was full of something else? I don't know. Because that would explain it, right? Good. 
That'd be a lot, though. Like a cigar full. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, Speaking of, I've been hearing the weed, uh, the weed industry has been buying a lot of wrapper recently. Interesting. I don't Any know how to. I've not. I've, I don't know. I haven't been able to confirm it. I will have to do some more research tomorrow. So, yeah. Research. Yeah, you better believe it. Cool. All right. Uh, speaking of Yogi, he had a question for us. Sorry, Yogi. This is probably the dumbest question we've gotten ever. Nice. Uh, if a company says something is over 99.9% reliable, isn't that 100% is his question. No. Nope. <laughs> 99.91, 99.92. Go on and on. Any number of numbers between 99.9 and 100. It's almost they're never going to say it's 100% because if something goes wrong, they don't want to have said 100%. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's 100% is NC6789 coming up with some wacky-ass questions. It's pretty damn true. That's about 100%. Were you going to say something else about it, Drew? I think I cut you off. No, you're good. All right. So, yeah, I think that's probably the dumbest question we've ever been asked because it has a clear answer. That's terrible to say about somebody, though. I told him I was going to give him shit. I was messaging with him before this. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Nice. Do you think that he expected that you would say it's the stupidest question we've ever gotten? (laughs) We're going to find out. Probably didn't see that one coming. Probably not, no. And I actually am not sure that that's the case. What's, what are some worse questions you've got? I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't remember it yesterday. I don't know. All right. We'll go with the stupidest question this week. How's that? That's probably good. That seems fair. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, we have a G-Fizzle question. Get it. Read this out. Thanks to the COVID pandemic quarantine, I now have a cigar budget to match my grocery bill. Anybody Ooh. else ease off of the purchases and number a day smoked? What? Didn't that go up then? Or that He's saying yeah. it went down. Well, he, like, goes up a lot, and then now you have to calm it down, right? Oh. That's what he's getting at. Mm. Mine's pretty much the same. Based on imports, people are not slowing down. No, there's still there's definitely still a lot of cigar smoking being done. Most people are still working from home, man. Most not all. There's gonna be a lot more of that forever too. True. Yeah. I'm just surprised as a lot of people get back to work that it stays the same, right? Because there were a lot of people out of jobs, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... It's really going to be interesting, man, like, what what happens from here. You know, like I said, man, at the end of, end of 2019, they were laying, laying off, um, you know, rollers at factories. Yeah. 
And a lot of the factories got really blindsided, obviously, by the demand pickup um, when the COVID hit. Yeah, you, did I do that right, Drew? When when the COVID hit, the COVID, uh, the COVID, and uh, you know that that really demand structure hasn't really slowed down all that much um, since then. But I don't know, man. It, I guess I guess we'll really find out in 2022. Because I think most companies, even if they are going back to office, it's only part-time. So there will be like a, a, a hybrid schedule of mm-hmm. work from home and office time. So I'm sure there will be a drop-off of sorts, but maybe not as drastic. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing surprises me a little bit. Because mm-hmm. usually... So it it has to be exactly this kind of economic problem that would cause more cigar smoking, right? Usually if the mm-hmm. economy goes down, people are out of jobs, all that stuff. Right. You don't need cigars. You're not going to buy cigars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's just so weird that the economy took like this weird-ass turn and cigars jumped way the hell up. It, it's, it's just weird. Well, it wasn't a financial downturn, right? And that's the difference. And for a lot of people, it was, but not for everybody. Oh, okay, let me rephrase that. You're 100% right. Of course it was, and we've talked about that a little bit. Um, what I meant by that was the, your majority of cigar smokers were not part of the group that felt that pain. That I agree with. You know what I'm saying? So you're... Your target audience was in a prime position to consume more of your product, and I would argue that I wouldn't say cigars are recession-proof by any means, but they are better positioned to withstand economic downturns and a lot of stuff. It's a fascinating industry. Yeah, I mean. Because, dude, if, you, if you're smoking cigars, even if you're smoking bundle stuff, like on a regular basis, it adds up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Just put it in the budget. Exactly. And I wonder, too, if some of the increase, I have no way of actually knowing this, but I wonder if a lot of the increase was on that lower end, too. Like, I'm just sitting at home doing nothing. I can't smoke the cigars I really want to smoke, but, man, I can sure smoke a shit ton of bundle cigars for not a lot of money compared to what I was doing. Um, I, I think you're on to something, yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. Maybe. I, I don't know. Yeah. All right. We'll have to find out over time. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, speaking of selling cigars, oh, uh, to oh. further your point, do you remember last week when I said I was talking a little bit about PCA and you had similar to what we're seeing in the country, like you have people wanting ultra premium stuff or super cheap stuff, right? Yeah. And the retailer is still trying to live primarily in that you know, eight to 12, whatever 
Obviously, they got their bundle stuff or their house cigars, and then, you know, they don't really want too many cigars above a certain price range, right? Sure. But you're seeing an uptick in some people that are seeking that ultra-premium stuff, right? Um, it's just a really fucking weird time, man. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just mm. weird. It's weird to see such a big discrepancy. Um, yeah, it just is. So, anyway. What else we got, Kyle? I agree 100%. It's very odd. Uh, and people who are trying to sell things in weird ways, like this promoted mm-hmm. on the Smokers Whatever page on Instagram. <laughs> 14 comments on every post. <laughs> yeah, I wish comments still helped. You're uh Whatever. They do, but it matters a little bit where they come from. No. How many of those do you get? Like three or four every post? Mm, yeah, it's like two to three, usually. And then you have all your Bitcoin, you know, thank this person for <laughs> showing me how to make $3,000 last week. <laughs> <laughs> I made so much money that I have to be on here spamming you with bullshit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have you gone to that smokers whatever page? I don't remember what it's called. No. Have you checked it out? Mm-mm. It looks like they're buying everything. Like buying likes, buying everything. No, I'm sure. It's just a very weird. I don't know how they're trying to make money, or what the point is. Do you guys remember the one brand that used to use a lot of that stuff? Oh hell yeah. Mm. Whatever happened to them? I don't know. What brand is that, Mo? <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> did they did they even still do anything? I don't know. They just disappeared. The last I heard that they were reloading their inventory and getting ready to, to go back uh, yeah. posting. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, it's uh, it's very weird. Like every post you see that, those comments from like all these new throwaway accounts that get banned in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. So they got some kind of bot farm going, and I don't know what the end game actually is for that one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. All right, uh, Judge Drew. Do it. I want you to tell me the punishment that this person should get. We should change this to you judging me. No, no, no. <laughs> this one's this one's you judging me. <laughs> we should judge Drew, though. Um, Go ahead. So this is from the Detroit area back in April, and I'm actually really sad that I didn't know about it until today. Okay, so a 59-year-old man was um, inspecting a house, like doing a home inspection before it sold. All right? Fair enough. Yeah. The owners were not there at the time. That's a little weird, but whatever. Uh, After the the homeowner, uh, you know, they they check their their security cameras after this guy is done, and they see that they take the child's Tickle Me Elmo doll into a closet where they then have sexual relations with the Tickle Me Elmo doll. No. Absolutely. What a sick fuck. 
Yeah. So. Golly. My, what I'm curious about is if somebody goes into some was this room and, maybe maybe he's wearing a mask in the picture they put online so it could be anybody probably MC um, so what I'm curious of is if, if a guy walks into a kid's room grabs their Tickle Me Elmo doll and fucks it uh, what should be the punishment for such a thing Drew? Death <laughs> oh man you're a sick Any individual particular, like, what kind of death? How would you kill they it? should fuck you back with the Tickle Me Elmo until you die. How would that work? <laughs> like physically, how does that work? It wouldn't work, but you're a sick individual. And 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 nonetheless, at someone else's house. It's <laughs> yeah, not even your own doll. Jeez. <laughs> Look, I think we've discussed this before, but anything to do with kids, you're a sick fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, agreed. There's no, there's no wiggle room with that. Mm-hmm. I'm just I curious, agree. like, what what causes a person to be like, oh, I have a great idea, and Ooh, that happens. That tickle me Elmo looks really good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. We're going to have to have NC, CC, NC on to tell us what, what makes these weird motherfuckers tick. All right, NC, you got to tell us what punishment you got for this. <laughs> <laughs> NC. <laughs> uh, Nick. You know, Nicky, poor guy. And the reason I love fucking with him is because he, he'll send me a message when he gets to the parts when we fuck with him. And, you know, it makes them laugh. So that's why we're fucking with you, man. I don't really think you're like this. Yeah, we would definitely not actually attack a <laughs> human being on our podcast. That would be a giant right. dick move. <laughs> They're not here to defend themselves. Get them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucked up. Okay, so they'd get fucked back with their Tickle Me Elmo doll in some kind of way until they're dead. Yes. What right. a sick individual. Why? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what goes on in the minds of weirdos? Yes. Well, does that sound appropriate to you as a punishment? What's that? That he has to... Yeah, that's fine. That works. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how you defend yourself against that accusation when it's like literally on a security camera. Right. D- so, well, never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let, yeah. <laughs> uh, Could you imagine watching that footage in your house, though? And you're just like, what? What, what has even occurred? What the fuck's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. People are so fucked up. Was this in Florida? In Detroit. Or near Detroit. Is there a Detroit, Florida? <laughs> Detroit, Florida. <laughs> uh. <laughs> mm. There you have it. Uh, so you, got? you got you got an event coming up. I do. And I'm still hoping that you're going to be there, man. Although, 
I had to guess you probably won't be. But we'll see. Um, yeah, man, Lake Country. Anybody from Milwaukee area listening or Madison or I know some of the Madison guys are coming. Um, so yeah, I mean it should be good. Looks like it's gonna be perfect weather outside. Yeah, yeah. So it so should be sunny. Yeah, man. They got a nice patio, you know, sit up there, have some cigars, bullshit, you know. Gonna break out the patina polos. Nice. So, you know. Those are for, we can play Marco Polo? Yeah, we're going to play Marco Polo. By the way, great Netflix series. Very underrated for anybody who hasn't watched it. But yeah. But yeah, man, that'll be good. That's a great shot. What do people have to buy to get a polo? I don't know yet. We're going to go off the cuff, man. I'm not sure. You have to discuss it with old, our buddy Todd. Oh, is he in charge? Yeah, usually stuff like this. I mean, uh, also, uh, you know, you work with the retailer too, right? Like, you don't want to make it too easy to get stuff, but you don't want to make it too hard to get stuff because you want, you know, you want to find that middle ground. And and the retailer, I I generally defer to the retailer because they know their customer better than I do, right? Yeah, yeah, because you're just trying to maximize the sales for the night, right, for the shop. Yeah, of course. Yes, that makes sense. absolutely. Believe it or not, and what most people probably don't realize, when we do events, it is to assist the shop in, like, because basically the shop will take a chance and order, like, more product than they normally would, right? So you're saying, because you're willing to do that, I want to come out and do my part to help you sell the product that you bought. Right. Mm-hmm. So like we, you know, I can't speak for everybody. I'm not exactly the most outgoing person in the world. So for me, it's, it could be a little different than other guys that just love to like be out and party and, and whatever, whatever they think an event is depending on the brand. But it's not really like, Oh, I want to go out and I want people to see me and, and, you know, I want to like, you know, walk in on a red carpet or something like that. Like you're there to help the retailer, man. Like, and, and that's what it's about. So, yeah. I mean, you do those sales and then you also probably hope that some of those people smoke more of your stuff from that shop going forward too. Correct. Right? That's the, yeah. That's the absolutely. goal. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. So, and, and if people, uh, cannot come out to Lake Country Cigars, I bet they would take a phone order. They would, I'm sure. They they have before. I mean, I know yeah. they were uh, some of the first people in the country to get the Maduro just out of shipping and all of that, and they did some phone sales. I know VQ orders from them once in a while. There you go. If you call up on Friday, you might even get to talk to Mo on the phone. Yeah, that probably won't happen, but Maybe. Demand it. Yeah. Yeah, put Mo on the phone. Put Mo on her. <laughs> not buying my five pack. Yeah, get that motherfucker out. <laughs> He's gonna make like three dollars from this. Get him here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Good shit. And contrary to what people believe, uh we don't make a lot of money off of cigars that we sell. 
That takes a lot of cigars. <laughs> Do you mean from the manufacturer level? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I had, you know, one thing I always get when I go to the cigar shops, like, oh man, I've been seeing all your all your stuff here, all your stuff there. You must be this. You must be that. Dude, you don't even fucking know. Like, you don't even have a fucking clue. Okay? Like, just stop. Well, so my no understanding, idea. just from a, a quick breakdown of, of cigar prices from people that I've heard is, okay, mm-hmm. so let's say you have a $10 cigar on the shelf. Right? Mm-hmm. MSRP is $10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That retailer is selling at Keystone, which means they paid $5. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Go close enough. Right. Off, right? Mm-hmm. So they paid 5 bucks for that cigar. So let's mm-hmm. say Mo gets $5 for his cigar. Mm-hmm. He had to get the cigars. He had to get the taxes on the cigars. He had to get the boxes. He had to get the vans. He had to pay mm-hmm. the people that sell them. There's a commission. Mm-hmm. Right? Like per cigar, it's it's not a lot of money for the yeah. manufacturer. No. you got to be doing no. volume, volume, volume. 100%, man. Absolutely. And by the time you're subtracting all the fucking shit that you owe, you're like, damn. Well, that was cool. All right. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, no, really. I mean, there is this, and we talk about this, man. When when people start discussing like lifestyle, whatever the fuck they want to call it, they, when you're talking economics of the cigars, um, if you're a really good retailer, you're gonna make a lot more money than a lot of brands. No, no doubt. <laughs> you know? And I think people don't really recognize that. So, anyway. <sighs> so show. Yeah. And, and what I found interesting is, for whatever reason, and I don't know exactly why, and it possibly could be because of COVID and people having more time uh to maybe think of different things that they want to do or, or try to supplement their incomes. Um, but I, I can't tell you how many people that I've heard probably in the last four to five months tell me how they want to start their own brand or are looking into starting their own brand. Are they serious or are they just like, cause I've heard people say that for a long time that never do it. Um, I think, uh, some people, for sure, I know have taken steps to try to, um, and I think a lot of them get disappointed when when reality comes. You know, it yeah, if it was not an easy way to make a living, then everybody who likes cigars would be doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not easy. Yeah. But, you know, it might be fun for some people. Sure. Yeah. Assuming you like to work. Mm Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like to work? (laughs) A lot of people. Would you say you like to work, Drew? Like, you actually enjoy it? I do enjoy it. Nice. Would you do it for less money? Well, I have, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean in the end there's a reason they pay me to do it and it's because i wouldn't do it for free (laughs) you know what i love dude i love like people that sit behind a desk all day and like talk about how 
and this used to be me, by the way. So I'm not dissing other people. Well, I never used to say this, but I'm just saying. I think people need to put things into perspective as they get all high and mighty on their own success. Like, people talk about, like, oh, I work hard. I deserve X, Y, Z. So you mean to tell me working on your Excel spreadsheet or coding your software or clicking on buttons, you work harder than a guy that's, like, laying concrete? Or a guy that, you know, fucking fixes cell phone towers for a living. But those guys don't make as much money, right? Shouldn't if, if, if hard work is your criteria for what somebody should be paid, I would argue that the hardest workers don't get paid the most money. This That sense of entitlement always gets me. Like, I don't do this and say oh I'm working hard so I deserve to have XYZ because compares to a lot of people I don't work that fucking hard right and compares yeah, it to doesn't some people, bother me I do a lot it doesn't bother me if somebody says they're working hard no matter what their job is right because everybody's going to be different it's going to be a different amount of stress and all that bullshit right but the, the entitlement of and, and I deserve it that's I agree with you 100% there like I deserve something that's where you start to get into questionable yes. territory yeah that's what I'm saying. like everything is relative like and if you're in the corporate world and you want to talk about working hard talk to an investment banker that sits on a fucking computer about 18 hours a day maybe even 20 right i mean so yes Kyle, you're right there are different levels of of hard work and that's relative and that also could mean different things but manual work is definitely not. I mean, manual work will fuck up your body for a lot of people, and it's not not rewarded right. in the way that it probably, frankly, ought to be. Right. Now, I, the, I agree with that. The upside to that is you don't really take your work with you home, right? Like, there's no like, okay, I'm going to take my computer home and work on, uh, you know, laying this foundation, right? <laughs> like, it just doesn't happen. So there, there are pluses and minuses to everything. But what I, I just don't like when people think because they work hard that they achieved X, Y, Z. Because there are plenty of people that work extremely hard in this world that don't get a fucking thing. So Luck, luck is a huge factor in everything. Luck, and don't discount the fact that you're blessed. Okay? With, with whatever that you believe in, like you are blessed by whatever being you believe or don't believe in or whatever, if you want to call it luck, you want to call it God, you want to call it fate. But it is not just hard work. Just I, I can't stand when people say that. I just can't. Sorry. Because there's a dude, if I'm wrong, tell me. Because I, I would love to I mean no <laughs> she was I mean, like I stopped listening. <laughs> no, I would tell you if you're wrong. But Drew, your job that you were making less money at, you worked harder at that, or that was probably more annoying oh, yeah. and, and more work than what you're doing now. It's different now, but yeah, different right? work, different work now. Mm-hmm. It depends on what you define as like, like more labor intensive. Yes. Right. Than currently. Mm-hmm. Probably more stress now, though, right? Uh, yeah. 
can be for sure. Mm-hmm. So different. Yeah, different. There were a few years where I was a middle school teacher. Some Ooh. of the <laughs> lowest paying years of my life, right? Uh, and I would say that was the most draining at the end of every single day yeah. of any work I've ever done. So right. props to those people for sticking with that shit. But you probably work less hours than you, well, maybe not in your current job, but at some of your professional stops, you probably work less hours as an educator than you did in those, but we're still more stressed, right? I mean, sure, it depends, right? It's, there's, mm-hmm. there's different levels. And even any job, there's ups and downs for most people. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, oh, this is a really stressful time, and you feel it, right, in your body mm-hmm. and in your mind and everything. And then there's other times where it's just not. Mm-hmm. And you cruise through those when you can, right? Because that's sure. fucking awesome. Yeah. But, no, I mean, in the end, I think I agree with you. The entitlement is the weird part, right? Mm-hmm. I deserve whatever. I, I guess what I'm saying is, overall, just because you've been blessed with certain stuff doesn't make you better than somebody else. So, like, don't ever get too big for your britches. That's all. I'm yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the end, you know, I was also born in the United States, which is That's a lot a big... better than a lot of places, right? That's, That's right. That was not not my choice. That's not something special about me. It's just a fact of my life that made me luckier in economic ways than most of the world. So I was having a discussion with uh, another cigar brand owner who is what I call legacy, right? Um, you know, his father or grandfather had started the company and and so he's, you know, working his way into a bigger role within it. And um, he used to spend some time in the U.S. but always stayed in the country that he, you know, was born in and raised in whatever, but he speaks really good English because he went to private schools. Right. And he said something really interesting. He said, look, man, I, I said, have you ever thought about living in the U S you know, at least for a few years, just as you try to build the brand back up, um, to save yourself, you know, time and tra- travel and, and all of that. And he said, he goes, you know what, man, look, he goes in the Dominican. I love it. He goes, when you're middle class to upper middle class, you live an extra, like a really, really great life. If I were to come live in the U.S., I'd just be like average, like, and maybe not sure. even. And it's pretty wild, man, because like this dude lived a life like something you would see like in Beverly Hills or some shit like that, right? Or like Manhattan or, you know, where, and Like, for an average American, like, we can't relate to that. Does that make sense? So, like, growing up with money is growing up with money, and that's just a whole different ball game. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, we were born in the U.S., yes, whatever, but you could be born in a third-world country, and if your family has money, oh, yeah. you're going to grow up better than most people in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big if, though, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. 
for sure. It uh, looks like the national gross income per capita in the Dominican Republic is about $8,000. Yeah. That's wild, man. And according to some websites, some quick stuff, a monthly budget of $1,200 allows an American retiree to live comfortably in the Dominican Republic. Jeez. And you are seeing more of that, by the way. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't you? $1,200 to live a pretty darn good life? That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'd have everything you need, and you'd live in a really nice area. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, one of my former, uh, one of my really good friends is a retired CPD officer um, on a pension. Things were getting really expensive here. He just moved to Colombia, living like a fucking king on his pension. Sure. Yeah. Versus being like whatever here. That's nice. You know? Yeah, bro. Deserves it. Mm-hmm. You probably got some instability in a place like Colombia, but I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, depending on where you're at, I'm sure. I mean, there's instability here. Sure, <laughs> truth, truth. You know, I mean, so. that's a big thing for computer programmers right now too. Live What's in places that? like Columbia, work mm-hmm. remotely. Because you make you make a United States computer programmer salary mm-hmm. working in Columbia. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, you're you're killing it. Uh huh. weird world we live in mm-hmm. well then you think about all the people that are involved in the making of the cigars you smoke and you hope that they're getting you know something good out of this yeah there you know i mean look at um part of the reason you're seeing some increases across the industry is increase in tobacco costs increase in labor costs yeah yeah you know there's more competition for rollers right now, which works to their benefit, That's which good. honestly is, is awesome. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, I mean, I'm down to pay a little bit more for a cigar if people are making their money along the way, right? I'm not, I don't want to yeah. buy shit that's going to fuck people along the way if I can mm-hmm. avoid it. <laughs> a lot of the stuff you buy, you can't, you can't oh, have yeah. that luxury to avoid it. You're right. Yeah. What else? Pretty we, wild tangent. What else we got, Cal? I'm I'm out of stuff. Dang. This opus is fantastic. Yeah, it so, is. I mean, this thing is awesome. When you're in the mood for an opus, like I said, it that's it. That's all you could. There's no alternative. You know. Did did you guys fire up any of those Casa Cubas, by the way? Either one of you? No, I didn't get a chance to. I did not either. It's been rainy as hell here. Pretty sure it doesn't rain a lot in Hell. Maybe it does, dude. Could be. It's a constant water cycle because that shit must evaporate so quick from the heat. <laughs> and then it comes down to the level it can get down to and then evaporates mm-hmm. again. Right? It's a, probably like a constant. Mm. Uh, a waterfall that never lands. Mm. 
man. Smoke Manny Young, smoke like a sultan, 15%. I'm beating you to the punch today, Drew. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> You'll still say something else, so. Nope. Uh-huh. Nope. Well, next week, boys. Sounds good. You guys have a good one. You too. You too. Later, boys. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>